stop dreaming, kid. You'll never feel anything. You're not special. Put your hair in the clouds and get a reality check. This is how the world works. Get with the program. <laughs> You're right. I'm not special. We all are. The difference is, though, is that I'm just remembering. Break free and remember your divinity. Yo, of the galaxy, so wake up third eye duality. Straight up, listen, pay attention, no resentment, no admission, yeah. It's a choice, but remember, it's all written. Have faith in the source, try to drive that intuition, and you'll be alright. Just be you. Welcome, beautiful beings, to the full-time kid show. I wanted to say podcast. It's a show now. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show. My name is Juante, the full-time kid, and I would like to start off with saying, guys, this ain't the movies anymore. This is reality. We actually have something to defend asteroids that might be, you know, devastation to our survival <laughs> the what I'm trying to get to is that not too long ago there has been a satellite that has been sent years ago to this asteroid to test to see if it can hit it now I'm no expert on this matter I just found out because I follow the newsletters every week and because of that I get notifications all the time about stuff. 
and that was very interesting to me and I thought I would share it because it's something that I thought was really cool and it's a really an, an incredible not discovery but achievement because there are things out there that if we can see them and predict the trajectory of it hitting us we can actually do something about it instead of you know running around with our heads off and stuff like that so that's the greatest thing i think that anyone could have is to build the the opportunity to do something to just make a difference in a way if they choose to that's in a way why i like what i did for the military i was a combat medic and i love that i learned all those those things that I learned from going to school and also my experience there in the clinics and stuff like that to really help people that go through things in a traumatic way and even an emotional way. Because, you know, a lot of people, you know, they like to think combat medics only handle, you know, battle wounds and stuff like that. But most of the time, it's a mental state. It's a lot of people trusting in you to lead them the right way for their own health, whether it's physical or mental. And a lot of it has to do with mental, to be honest with you. Being a friend, being there for someone, you know, people wanting to have uh, someone to talk to that's outside of the of the realm of people they usually talk with. It's not, it's not any substitute for a psychiatrist, of course, um, but it is something that, you know, if you give your honest opinion about it, it's like, hey, man, maybe you should go talk to someone about it. Anyways, going back to the satellite, I'm not quite sure what the organization is called, and this is very bad about me. Um, but it is something that you can do and look up yourself. And I'd, I will recommend doing that because it is something very interesting and it has it on video. They broadcast it live whenever it did hit the asteroid, what an achievement it was. And it's a big deal. It's a big deal to me because, you know, in case an asteroid does come, maybe you'll never even know if it ever was going to hit Earth, um, if there's something to do about it. I know how there's already stuff that's being done to hit little ones with the military, with their, you know, weapons that we have, I'm pretty sure. Because I'm pretty sure my, my friend was one of those people that sat in a box. I forget what they're called. They're not mortars or anything like that, but they're more of the people that sit in these boxes in the middle of nowhere. They work their the coordinations of the machine to drop, you know, certain explosives on the area. And so that's something that's uh that um that is pretty cool that we can, you know, help ourselves <laughs> our survival even further to explore more. In case there might be a world devastation, we I don't know if it's true if dinosaurs were actually you know destroyed by an asteroid. Um, I would like to believe so, and there's evidence for it, of course. But now instead of like dinosaurs, we have an opportunity here. It can lead to other discoveries about how much we can really protect ourselves from outside forces that are, are asteroids. I'm not just talking about extraterrestrial stuff I don't know that's a whole different topic right there but anyways wanted to share that with you and please feel free to go check it out um, it's something unique and it's a very big event that happened in our lives whether we choose to acknowledge it or not is something very important 
Anyways, I want to get into his topic today because I was assigned to watch a movie called Spotlight. And it was a very interesting movie. I did not know it was going to go into that. Um, but it did. And that's something I wanted to share about how we need to take care of our children. How we need to really not completely trust someone just because um, they have a higher st status in society and believing what our children say most of the time instead of you know a boy cry wolf even though there are kids that like to do that to get attention there are, we have to do our due diligence to actually seek out the 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 reasoning behind what they're saying instead of just blowing it off because sometimes kids might be acting differently whenever they do you know, get molested or, you know, beaten or stuff like that. And we can see that, but we don't know what's causing it. And so this movie was actually about the Catholic Church and how these uh, they try to hide the, the priest or the other word. I forget what they're called. They're not called priests. There's something a little lower than that. But they go around these communities for helping these um, these schools or churches with the youth programs and the community. And so whenever they do something that they get caught with, with the organization in the neighborhood, instead of, you know, bringing it to court or setting a settlement or having a lawsuit and stuff like that, because it's a church, they give the people some money they hide it under the rug and then they move the person that was doing it to another place and then you know it starts all over again and they hit it for a very long time and it still goes on today most likely and there's this i always like to say you know the catholic church is kind of like a big gang you know the vatican and stuff like that they have lots of power and they have lots of resources and lots of knowledge especially um, under the Vatican, you know, over there in Rome, who knows how much information they have that they're not willing to share with the world. I don't know, but I know that they have lots of power. That is not a, 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 a debate about it. And there's lots of books written about um, the power that they have, you know, conspiracies. And one of the most Famous one is probably the Da Vinci Code. It was a you know interesting movie, interesting uh, idea, an interesting way to approach something. And who knows if it's true? I always, like I said, I never shut the door on something until I do my due diligence. And then you know that still it's no way to prove it or disprove it. You know it's really up to the viewer. But in my case, it's really about I have the the door open. Just in case something comes around and like gives that a little bump to open the door a little more. And it's like, okay, I won't be so shocked about it, you know. I'll be a little prepared, but how much, how much of, uh, can you be prepared for most things? Not all the time. But, you know, you can have some leadway about how, how shocked you might be to the situation, right? Anyways, the movie was about priests molesting children, taking advantage of these low-income families, youth, and manipulating them to do what they want. And of course, you know, we were 
we were told to watch this movie because we have to write about how these journalists found leads, how they investigated, how they come to the conclusion of getting enough evidence to prove what was going on and what they want to prove. Because there was a point in the movie, and FYI, um, the spoiler alerts that might come up in this video. So if you do want to watch the movie, I ended up renting it on YouTube. So And it actually won an award. I don't know what award it is. I think it was an Academy Award for Best Picture um, in 2015. And, um, you know, that's... Uh, I was reading on the comments how that's debatable as well, but it was a good movie and I recommend watching it. So if you do want to watch it, um, please do. You can pause this video and um, as always, like and subscribe before we continue on. If you do, leave the video to go watch it and enjoy the view. If not, then stay along and follow through. So um, the movie was actually, it was it started in, in the time period of 1976. And it went all the way to 2001 or 2002, I think. And so they're starting to uncover uh, more and more situations. The only reason it got brought up is because they had a new editor through the newspapers. Because um, I think it was the Boston Globe. He moved from Miami. He was started in New York. I forget the, his character's name. And this is based on true events. But what happened is that he saw a story and wanted more information about it because it was something big, you know, in the community. And it's, it's something that most people in that area really didn't bother to look at it twice. And it's it's an incredible phenomenon. And some people don't call it phenomenon because they think phenomenon is like something like majestic or something. But it's not really majestic. It's like something like, man, that's weird, crazy, abnormal. The shock. It could be beautiful too. It could be amazing. But it is it's just something out of out of the norm. And I remember reading something not too long ago about how some, you know, public societies when they see someone getting mugged, they don't bother to just um do something about it. They continue on with their lives. And you know, it's debatable if that's the right thing or wrong thing to do. Because, you know, it's it's really dependent on the person and their situation and how much they have to lose and stuff like that. And on morality. And so there's a lot of stuff that go into the equation to risk it for the biscuit, to do the right thing. You know, it's like your life flashes right in front of you. Again, it's kind of like the same situation when you're getting prepared to go to battle and you see a brother, you know, or, you know, someone you really care about it's in a situation where it's not a very safe one to go into to rescue them and you have to make the call you have to make the call and of course you have to remember how important you are to your family to your to your company to your unit to your you just have to remember a lot of stuff and it's it's a very hard thing to do and it's a very hard call to make anyways not a lot of people like to go against the grain in some situations because it might it might cause more stress or cause more harm to them than if they don't, you know. So, and this movie really it really uh, had influences about that about how the community really prides themselves with the church, how it's really the church that helped them get out of the situation that they are in in a mental state. 
or in the physical state because again a lot of these churches in the movie helped a lot of the low-income people in Boston area and so they have their due diligence to help the church out and of course whenever something like that happens when they you know molest a child it's something that it's like oh I don't believe it or it's like hard to believe for them because it's like oh he helped me with this he helped me with that you know it's it's and a lot, one thing that they mentioned on there to the to the people that got molested you know, of course the the victims was that at the time when there was happening to them in the movie of course it was it was more like how could they say no to someone that is like god how can they say someone say no to someone that that has that much power that has that much love for them to do the right thing because there's a messenger of God and and it's because they were they grew up in a Catholic church so they're gonna believe that priest knows what's up they know the right ways they know the right and the wrongs of getting into the kingdom of heaven of course you know it's youth and they take advantage of that and they suffer from that and you know it's just a hard thing to talk about sometimes because I was watching the movie, of course, I got emotional because, you know, the kids, you know, they can be right down your street, you know. Your kids probably could be shaking a hand with someone that is a molester and you don't even know about it. And there's a website you can go to to check around in your neighborhood to see who have done that because um, they can't hide if they've been caught, you know, and the, the, the public eye and the website if you truly want to know what's going on around you. And that is something that everywhere you go, you should do. You should check to see if your neighbors have any record, really, or anything like that. Of course, everything wants to be private, and they have that. Um, but usually those things, you know, they have to be shared. And you make a call if you want to per pursue a friendship or not. That's up to you. But at least you have that information about them. You know, at least you can have that that authority to say oh i forgive them i'm gonna give them a second chance instead of not knowing at all because that is a part of them and and that is something whether they accept it or not it sticks with them and it's something that you know i don't personally agree with because you know i see children as innocent and they have i don't want to say a pure heart but it's more of they don't know how things are around this world. And taking advantage of that is just, oof, it's just something that I don't agree with so much. So anyways, um, this has been happening and, and since that time. And this group called The Spotlight that works for the newsletter, they take these kind of stories and they do their investigation. Sometimes it might take a year to go through it or not. And um, they see what they come up with and they publish it. Now, they had enough information to take down a couple of the priests and to write them out and to ex exploit them to the public. Um, but I think the big goal was to actually get the, the whole church, the whole society and how they, they just rotate people from these neighborhoods when they get caught. And it's, it's incredible how they just accept that and move on from that just to keep 
the structure of the church, the power that they have over these communities. And it's reckless, you know, it's it's horrible what they're doing to these children. And it's it's something, uh, there was a guy in the movie that said it, it was uh, some phenomenon within the church of these priests having these urges. And I, I, in my opinion, it's just people drunk over power. Drunk over power and seeing what they can get away with and see how much stuff they can do um, with people that truly are just followers, believing that they are the higher power or a direct voice from God or a messenger of God. They have complete trust. And in a way, it's like a cult. <laughs> and it's just, it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible how um, some people, of course, bend the other way or, or, or turn their head and don't pay attention to the situation. And it's the same thing what happened in, in college football with Penn State. I forget that coach's name, but he was molesting kids there too. And you know, just because they're older or you you believe they're wiser because of that or they seem sweet and you're going with your gut, do your due diligence and do not let someone take care of your child. Do not um, trust someone to do your job. You know, that's one thing about me is that if I ever have children, I want to be in a situation where I can be with them when they go to school. I can be there to pick them up. I can be there to take them home and work on their homework. Because I want to be in their lives in a way that they don't have to depend on no one else to be there for them. Because they are growing up. They are learning how the world works. And, and in the best way I can do is provide time for them. Because to me, just being there is the best thing you can do for them. Just being there. And that's something that... You know, I have to accept in my own life is my parents, you know, they have to have to work for to provide for me to have a better future for myself. At the same time, you know, it, it affects me in, in ways, of course, um, but it might affect other people in worse ways, you know, and just being there in their time of need is just the greatest feat you can do as a parent, in my opinion. Uh and that will help without allowing you to trust other people that have no relations to them. And who knows if they have the greatest intent either. Because you have to understand that in certain situations, people are still people. And they're going to do the right thing that's within their own morals. Because... I think we would like to, I, I believe that there is uh, a right and a wrong and a societal, you know, class, like in a big picture way. But at the same time, it really depends on the situation because in certain situations, certain people react in different ways and not all of us will react the same way, of course. And, and you know, it's all about really how... What's your morality in life? You know? So, it, and it's, to me, it's it's more about what's wrong or right for you instead of the whole. Because it, it, it's really situational based. 
And as for me, for my children, uh, not even putting them in that situation is the best thing for them. <laughs> well, don't even get to that point. Do not even put them in that situation, you know? Anyways, in this movie, um, I really wanted to emphasize that to uh, bring the, that topic of children and how, you know, we need to take care of them. We need to do our best to not only provide for them, but the most important message of this video is to be there for them, to have time for them, to play with them, to learn with them, to explore with them, to experience life with them. I mean, when I have my own children, if I ever do, you know, I don't know, but that's something I look forward to is spending time with them even though they they might be stressful at times it's just when you have that communication and that bond with them it's amazing it's amazing and just being there and and, and seeing them grow to be their own individual you know personas it's, it's incredible i love that because the, at the end they they get to choose what works for them and it's their own life and movie and they're the main character and you're a witness of it and a supporter and so um again thank you for tuning in please like and subscribe to the video i hope everything's well and please provide times for your loved ones and uh, especially for yourself as well we also we tend to forget that sometimes when we're also you know providing space for others we, f we forget about our own selves and how that impacts our other relationships as well so you have to have inner peace before you have peace with others because that's where it starts out you can't save the world if you can't even have a good relationship with your own family you know build that bond with your own parents and with your siblings and then going out from there to your neighbors and to your and to your neighborhood and to your city there is where the fundamental start. The building blocks of a great foundation is within your own family. And so, with that being said, XOXO times affinity deal, and I catch you on the next one.